Hey guys, welcome to Tom Talks. Today we're going to learn about the wetlands coming to Dallas. Speaking of wetlands, Amazon is also coming to Dallas. Hey, also we're going to talk about why Texans are angry with Facebook. Learn about the new spark coming to Granbury. And we're going to have a market update for you here for the Dallas-Fort Worth area and our predictions for the future. Hey guys, welcome to Tom Talks. I'm your host, Tom Jung, and this is my co-host, Jack Lizenby. And before we get started today, I'm going to go ahead and do our plugs. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Tom's Texas Realty. You can also find our website at tomstexasrealty.com. And we are on TikTok at tom.talks. Hey guys, hope you're doing well today. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Uh, My name is Nathan. I'm Tom's marketing guy and I edit his podcast every week. And I'm just interrupting to let you know that Tom messed up right there when he was promoting our social medias. He said our TikTok was at Tom Talks, but that's not true at all. That's the name of the show you're listening to right now. The actual TikTok is at Tom.Things. Find us there. Give us a follow if you like the content. And back to the podcast. So, do anything cool this weekend? Uh, no, I was going to go out to uh, San Fran. Ended up canking that. Uh, the guy I was going to go visit ended up getting COVID, so I just mm, stuck around. Bummer. Yeah. I'll plan it for the future. There you go. We went uh, skiing up in Montana. Whitefish. Oh. How was that? Beautiful. It's beautiful up there. I mean, like we saw there were deer and everything else going up the mountain, and so it That's was pretty cool. neat. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wouldn't mind visiting Montana. It looks yeah. like a really nice place. It's a beautiful state. So what do we got going on today? Uh, well, today they are making a new addition to Southeast Fort Worth, actually. Okay. Not today, but uh, starting 2025. Um, there's already a, a large portion of the Trinity River that flows through South Dallas area for processing like, you know, recycling and making it drinkable. But they're going to have to expand that with all the people coming here to the Dallas area. Um, they're planning for another more than ha- um, half a million people coming to the DFW area. They're going to have to expand the capacity for that, and they're opening up a new reservoir in that area. Huh. So there's going to be about 3,000 acres worth of wetland coming starting in 2025. And it's going to take them, like, eight years i think 2032 is their estimated completion date but that's as long as far into the future as that is that's actually half the amount of time that it normally takes so they're they're in emergency mode yeah is that a um is that something people are going to be like able to build a lake house on is it going to be recreational there's going to be like there's a there's a lake in grand prairie where it's Mm -hmm. like yeah you can't you can't go out on it oh really yeah it's, it's tiny but it's got like some kind of power something going on well, I'm not too sure about that, but it's going to be in addition to a reservoir system that's already there. Okay. So if it's uh, anything like the others, then I imagine whatever is applicable for them is probably going to be the same thing for this one as well. Yeah, because there's, um, I mean, I've just noticed there's there's not a whole lot of land left if you want to be on a lake. So it'd be cool if you mm-hmm. could build on it. And then um, I think there's also a lake being put in up in Bonham. I don't, I don't. I don't know if we talked about that or not. Yeah, bottoms up near uh, the Oklahoma border, and they're flooding a bunch of land over there to create a lake. Yeah, I think we did talk about that. I don't think yeah. it was on the podcast. It may not have been. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, that's interesting because I heard that was to help with the growth that's happening in North Dallas, hmm. and so the fact that they're they got two going on that that's tells crazy. you how much it's growing. Yeah, so huh, very cool. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that growth, Amazon actually uh, is moving to the Galleria. I don't know if you saw their pilot store they had. I believe it. I believe it was in San Francisco, uh, like but, a brick and mortar. Yeah, store? like a brick and mortar store. They're coming to huh. the Galleria at Dallas. Um, 
They've already been the largest tenant in the Galleria Towers since 2014, but they're officially opening up a storefront for people. I don't understand. Like, right. The whole <laughs> point of Amazon is you don't have to go to the store. What? Yeah, they're undermining their entire operation. But, what are they going to um, sell? Uh, it's mo- it's like a general goods store. They're just going to sell a bunch of everything. Um, so their original the original plan <laughs> that should be the slogan: Amazon, yeah. a bunch of everything. Pretty much. <laughs> um, their original store that they had um, it was. Uh, it was mostly like a grocery, small grocery store or whatever, but you could go in, buy small convenience items, and you didn't have to like physically go and pay. Like you would pay because you would log in with like a QR code on your app when you went in the store. Yeah. And then they would like they had cameras everywhere so they could watch you and it would like track who was who with like facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Super dystopian and creepy, I know. So don't know if that's gonna be the case here, but at you just leave the store and they would automatically charge your Amazon account. Um, that is kind of cool from yeah. the convenience factor. Yeah, you just walk in, grab it, leave after you scanned your code. Um, so that might be something that we see coming to the Galleria. It's going to be a 4,500-square-foot uh, storefront, so it's going to be pretty big. Technology. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. you got to think what they might be using that technology for otherwise, though. Yeah, that's true. That's, Spe- that's pretty invasive, at least on paper. Yeah. So speaking of tech giants, mm-hmm. uh, have you heard why a bunch of Texans are upset with Facebook? No, why? So uh, have you ever seen the Tyrant's Playbook on Netflix? No, I haven't. All right, so there's basically, and it's a great movie if you watch it, but there are certain things that you do if you want to become a tyrant. And right now Texas is pro-business, low-cost, small government. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that's appealing about Texas. And then you've got Facebook giant, Mm-hmm. out of California, that's the opposite of that, represents the opposite, right? So they may be pro-business, but they're high cost, big government, all that kind of stuff. Well, mm. the uh, Facebook just leased, I think, the entire office space, or at least what was left of a 66-story building. So they've got 33 floors. And so they're moving a bunch of stuff here to Texas, or Meta, I should say. Okay. <clears throat> well, in the Tyrant's Playbook... If you want to take over, first you control the media, mm-hmm. and then you start controlling future generations by going into the schools and basically having all of these disciples of whatever it is you're doing, right? Right. So, it sounds like some that that one Waco town or whatever. Yeah, and so they're already. I've, we actually we talked about this a few months ago. They um, are already implementing these programs into schools uh, to where they're teaching kids about the metaverse and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now we're looking at it and they've got, you know, they're probably going to have another five. I think they're hiring like 500 people uh, already for these positions. And so anyways, you have basically Facebook that's coming in and a lot of people are very upset about all the things that they represent coming to Texas because we're kind of the opposite. And that's why everybody's fleeing okay. California. That's crazy. Do you know where they're going to be setting up? Uh, yeah, they're in Austin, and uh, it's uh, right across, eh, go figure, from the Google building. So, <laughs> Of course, it's like Lowe's and Home Depot. Yeah, exactly. So, um, And I believe it's like the tallest, or it's, maybe it's incomplete. They said it's going to be the tallest building in Austin. Okay. So, Which makes me think it's incomplete, so maybe they're finishing it up or something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, a little... A little weird to think about it on that scale, but yeah, it's still yeah, pretty yeah. cool. It was kind of rabbit hole, but yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, that I'm sure that'll really provide a quite a new spark for that area as far as business goes and opportunities. Yeah, and I think Austin is is becoming one of those 
uh, the it, tech hubs. Yeah, it really is. I mean, as far as like Texas goes, there's not too many other places that are drawing in that kind of, uh, or at least in that industry. Dallas is trying, uh, but yeah, I think it's it's Austin, and then um, I think St. Louis is up there too, as far as tech companies go. Yeah, I never would have guessed. Random, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a thing. Well, anyway, but speaking of new sparks, there is a new development coming to the Granbury uh, waterfront. Oh, okay. More, talk, more water news. Right, more right. waterfront issues. <laughs> well, it's 48 acres uh, of land is being developed as a luxury, um, uh, like, get-together kind of area. So it's going to be filled with – it's a development that's going to be filled with shops, homes, uh, restaurants, a park, and, like, an event venue kind of thing. Wow. Uh, and it's going to be on – it's it's going to be called Lakeview Landing, and it's going to be off of 377 Granbury on the lake. And do you know which side? Uh, actually, I don't. Uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't stated in any of the articles, but they uh, they approved zoning last month, so they're already going to start moving forward with it pretty soon here. And their hope is that they're going to breathe new life into Granbury because I'm sure you know oh, well. it's it's I mean it's it's not a bad place. It's just a very it's, older community. Yeah, it's it's it is older. Uh, it's smaller. I think it's like mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. A lot of people go there to retire, so it's kind of got like. A low energy vibe, and they're trying to help. They're they're hoping that the next generation coming in, this is going to help revitalize that and keep them around. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those few places that I've been out to a restaurant, and you can hear people complain about the cost of the food, mm. and and it's like ten bucks for a meal. And I'm like, okay, mm. well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's fairly reasonable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least in, in Fort Worth. DFW. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's half of what I'm paying here for, <laughs> for a meal. So. Okay, so the 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 lakefront property um, is so it's going to be houses. Well, it's going to be a mix of things. So it, the the development itself, I'm not sure exactly the layout of the zoning itself, but I imagine the event venues and the park are probably going to be along the waterfront, uh, as well as maybe some of the hotels. Uh, I don't think a lot okay. of the residential stuff is going to be waterfront necessarily. They they may build a canal, a canal system, or something like that. Possibly. That'd be cool. There's a place down in Houston that did it. It's it's cool. Like people like. They want to go grocery shopping. They hop in their boat and go to the store. Yeah, like a little gondola. Yeah. Like yeah. Venice. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe you can hire those guys to boat you around. Huh. Interesting. No, I think that'll be good. Granberry, I think Granberry can support it. The only issue, and the reason I was asking where it's at, is because if you've ever driven through Granberry during the day, mm-hmm. there's like a thousand stoplights you have to get through to get to the yep. south side. The traffic is ridiculous. Yeah. And so. Hopefully it's on the north side of the lake, so you don't have to go through all of those stoplights because it's already a traffic issue. Yeah, I can so, see that. But very cool. Well, uh, market update. Speaking of real estate, um, not much has changed. We have no houses, and they're all very expensive now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I did, it's still mind blowing how much the market shifted in the last year. We were we were starting to work our way back towards the balanced market. Mm-hmm. COVID hits, and then the wheels come off the bus. So we now have less inventory than I think we've ever had in the history of Dallas-Fort Worth. We have less than one month. So for those who don't speak realtor, what that means is in a balanced market, you've got six months worth of inventory. If we stop listing houses today, we'd run out of houses to sell in six months. That's that's like a balance. We have one month. So if we stop selling houses today, we run out in a month, which is insane. And the 
kind of the interesting things that are going on right now. So typically in November, December, January, if you look at house prices and what they sell at, they, they dip because there's less people in the market. People are doing holiday stuff. They've given up until the next school year. There's a lot of reasons, right? Uh, this one just plateaued. So we plateaued this year, which is different. And I think usually in February, March is when you'll see an uptick again. But a couple of things are going on, mm. right? So we have, like we talked about with the whole Facebook thing, so many businesses are moving here that the demand is huge. We can't build fast enough. I've got clients that started building their houses a year and a half ago that haven't finished because of supply chain issues. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's not like we can just go out and throw up a bunch more houses because we can't get any of the stuff. No materials. Right. And so, and there's still more people coming. And like, there's still more people that are looking for a house that want to move here. And the other issue, which is kind of interesting, there's a lot of people um, that want to sell their house and would sell their house, but they don't have anywhere to move to, right? So that it's kind of, it's creating this real housing shortage problem. And there's a ton of apartments going up right now, especially mm. in, um, I think off of White Settlement Road, I drove down there the other day, and it was just like apartment complex, apartment complex, apartment complex that are being built. And so and I think we'll see a lot of that going in. Um, but I was looking at, I was looking at t- the other thing that we have, so the increase in population, we also, if you, I went down this rabbit hole the other night, but basically if you look at a, you can Google this, but if you look at the United States and population growth by state, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. Uh, Texas has a higher, they're, they're like in the top as far as population growth goes. And uh, the only there are only two states that were negative. Can you guess which they were? Uh, Hawaii and Alaska. No, they're they're both in the Northeast. Oh, probably um, probably what New Jersey and New York. Good guesses, uh, but no Maine. Okay, their population is decreasing, and this is this is also pre, you know massive fling of the states i think this was uh this data went to like 2020 or 2020 i think okay so a few years yeah because because yeah if you look at this report next year it's going to look completely different i'm sure with Mm -hmm. uh with everything going on but uh it was uh maine and rhode island okay that's weird i know right i don't know what's What's going going on in rhode island but uh but yeah, so anyways, uh, we have we have a bigger population growth, and we also have I think I think that's probably also a result of all the illegal immigration we have going on. I don't know if that takes that into account, but uh, obviously, you know, closer we're on the border, so the further away from the border are the less illegal immigrants you probably have interstate. That's I mean, a whole. That's I know a, whole. a lot of it has to do because they do have an algorithm for a lot of that stuff as well. So I don't know if that's factored in in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at a report the other day, and they, they're, they're um, what do you call it when it's like, hey, we're pretty sure it's this much accurate? It's oh, like the, uh, the standard deviation. Yeah, they, there's, they were operating at like 90%, so it still gives some room. Eh, okay. I mean, it's hard. 10% is a really big one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, but hmm. who knows? So anyways, that's, that's where we're at with our market right now. So if you're looking to buy a house... You know, uh, put your helmet on and buckle <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah, it's it's gonna be bumpy. So, um, 
predictions for the future. So this was shocking to me that I found this out last week. I was talking to Jim Water and Linder about what rates are now, and they've gone up like a full percentage point from where they were a month ago. That's crazy. Yeah, which is can be significantly can make a huge difference on your on your monthly payment, uh, especially depending on which price range you're in. Because I think like an entry level house now is going for like three hundred thousand. Like when I started in real estate, it was like two hundred six thousand. That was six years ago. Now we're already three. It's just insane. Um, but interest rates are going to go up. We talked about this back in November, December, with the Fed tapering off, buying all of the securities. Mm-hmm. Like it was, we knew it was going to happen. The right. only thing we didn't know was when. But they came out with the announcement. We talked about this few weeks ago that hey we're gonna stop buying eight billion dollars a month and so all of a sudden the banks now have to make all of their loans more attractive so this the shocking part to me was i figured okay we don't want to shock the american people so we're gonna baby step this thing so i was thinking maybe it goes up a quarter of a point every three months and the fact that it's gone up this fast I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what if these are baby steps? Mm. Like, are we going to go, like, if we're at 4% now, is it going to be 7% by the end of the year? Like, Well, they did ride this out a lot longer than they were expecting to. So maybe to get back to where they're, they're projected to be at, they have to take such drastic measures. This is true. And and that very well could be it. And I think we've we've got, like, record inflation right now. And so for everybody that has a regular job, you need to start thinking about getting a raise or a side hustle. Otherwise, uh, your raise isn't going to keep up with inflation. Yeah, definitely not. I, I think inflation, on average, has been around two to two, two and a half percent a year. Mm-hmm. It depends on what numbers you look at. I was looking at this the other night. If you average the last thirty years, it's like two point four percent. If you average the last sixty, it's like three point seven. Because the 70s and 80s, oh, yeah. there were like, I don't know, seven years in there with like double-digit inflation numbers. Jesus. Um, but outside of that, it's been pretty steady. And then so here we are again with these astronomical inflation numbers. And it's like, well, how is it going to affect everything? Because if you're buying a house, they got real expensive, but loans were so cheap that was okay. But now if interest rates go way back up, the pool of buyers for those houses shrink. So I don't know how this is going to play out. I mean, standard standard practice, you know, supply versus demand would dictate that as people stop buying as much, the sellers stop se- or start having more inventory, so prices start coming down because of competition. At least this is what's supposed to happen, but yeah, given Texas's situation with how much is coming here that may happen everywhere else we may we might see a bit of a bubble with that one so and that's the thing like are we gonna see are we gonna see prices stagnate are they gonna go down are they gonna continue to go up i think if they are to come down i I don't think we're gonna see it this year not unless something crazy happens because there's still such a huge demand we still have no houses that's not gonna change um i think we're gonna see prices continue to go up have you have you heard of the term price exhaustion? No. Okay. So there's this theory that I've heard. I haven't lived it, but basically, 
there's a theory that at some point people are going to go, okay, I'm not going to go any higher. This is stupid, right? And I think perhaps what's going on now is that we have all of these people that are moving here from like California and New York to where they sell their houses. They're making, you know, two, $300,000 worth of profit they didn't have before. And so for them coming over here and paying an extra twenty dollars or $30,000 for a house is not that big of a deal, which is pushing prices up, right? So at some point, they're going to stop moving, probably. <laughs> there's <laughs> only mean, a finite number of people there. Yeah, there's only so many people. But um, once that happens, I'm wondering how many like Texans that are living on our wages here that don't have this huge windfall from selling a, a super inflated house <laughs> are going to be willing to pay the prices, right? So whenever, and, and that's the other thing, we, not, we don't have any numbers on all this. Like, It's happened so quickly. It's happening fast. How do you track how many people are coming from California to Texas? The big tech companies probably know because they track your location. <laughs> um, but like, I don't have any reports on those numbers. And so, but I can tell you that there's a lot that like, Previously uh, to this mass migration, I would maybe work with one or two out-of-state clients a year. And now it's like they're probably 20 to 30% of our business. Yeah. Um, we get calls about them all the time. On yeah. The work yeah. And so I don't know. It's just uh, it's one of those things. So, But I do know the supply is so low. There's still so many people that are trying to get here that prices are going to keep going up. The only thing that's going to stop, I think, is price exhaustion. And I was reading through this one article um, that basically they were looking at all this stuff as well. And their prediction was houses were going to appreciate half of what they did this past year, which if they're right, we appreciated about 19%. You're going to be around 9 or 10. So if that's the case, still a good time to buy. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus if there is all this inflation, right, it just means there's more There's more dollars being circulated. We're printing money like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So there should be more to go around, should be. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to keep going up. We'll see. So prediction, yeah. officially, <laughs> houses will go up this year. Not an economist. awesome well thanks for tuning in and uh anything else go visit our website (laughs) yeah we have an investment course um we are booked for it this week yeah yeah this this week so our next round uh is going to start but you can go ahead and sign up we'll keep you informed and we also have other good stuff that we send out in our newsletter so okay thanks for watching we'll see you